Welcome back to on the Hammer Betting Network. Uh, daily live NHL show Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time on the Edgework YouTube channel as well as on the Edgework Twitter Twitter account at Edgework Show. You can find all the picks that are made on this show Monday through Friday on the BetStamp account. You go to the BetStamp.app, click on Find Betters, and you can find us there as Edgework. But uh, guys, one day until Christmas holidays kind of really kick off. We got a full slate of NHL games, so we'll spend the entire show today just breaking all of those down. But uh, before we do, I mean, Snowmageddon already took its first... Uh, got Does that look like melanoma casualty. to you? <laughs> I think it could be melanoma. I gotta get I that checked know. out. <laughs> and yeah, you just uh, you got full energy today. <laughs> I'm just I'm just just faking it right now. I'm actually really really burnt out. Been sick for like the better part of a week, and I don't know. I got a seven year old, so the holidays are busy trying to get everything ready for Christmas and whatnot. Gotcha. But yeah, looking forward to a, a few days off here for sure. Did he get any uh, cool gifts this year? Like, what's on the uh, what's on the Christmas list? Is he watching this show? Is he gonna know? <laughs> oh no, he's he's not gonna know. I uh, you know he got he got the usual stuff from Santa, the Nerf guns and stuff like that. But uh, I I picked him up a, a pretty sweet gaming laptop, and I'm gonna set him up so he can stop bothering me down here. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very Have you nice. fully bought into like the mini sticks and stuff yet? Have you got that set up? No, we we play mini. Yeah, we play mini sticks uh, a bit. I was actually gonna get him a, a net set, but I kind of forgot about it. But we can we can still use our, our makeshift nets for now. Yeah, fair enough. All right, let's. My get knees, into the my knees can't take it anymore, though, man. Like <laughs> knee hockey, holy shit! I can barely stand up after playing one round of knee hockey. So it's it's definitely a lot tougher than it was when I was a kid. <laughs> You need like the the mini stick goalie pads. Just strap yeah. I need knee, if I had knee pads, I would. He'd never score on me. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the games today. So we'll start off with uh, Boston, New Jersey here. Um, Boston currently on a three-game win streak. They have just been absolutely dominant since the very first game of the season. Twenty-six, four and two on the year. A plus fifty-five goal differential into December is absolutely insane like you look at some of the other teams in the league plus 29 plus 26 plus 24 those are the next closest numbers of any goal differentials like this boston team just continues to roll along and be insanely dominant now they did play last night against winnipeg so they're on a back-to-back here but uh, New Jersey's coming into this one. They've snapped a six-game losing streak with a win, recent win over the Panthers. I don't know how much that really says, but the Panthers haven't been great. So it's not like it was the biggest testament to who New Jersey is. But uh, New Jersey's 3-5-2 and two in their last 10. They've been kind of free-falling a little bit after it, that massive, massive losing streak from where they were at the beginning of the season. Indy, is there anything in this game that you'd be you'd be looking for? Yeah, I, I'm on the Bruins at minus 115 or better. I think they should be priced around minus 125. You mentioned that they are on the second half of a back-to-back. But, um, oh, I see the, the line has gone up a bit. It, I, I, I laid around minus 113. Uh, it moved to minus, I think, 111. And I was curious if it was going to go even lower than that. But, no, it and looks like it's... Uh, Don Schultz in the chat says Blackwood confirmed for New Jersey there. Yeah, that helps. So that that was one of the, the 
not that's not the reason that I bet on the Bruins, but uh, definitely one of the reasons I was attracted to this bet a little bit more uh, because of the potential for a Blackwood start. And besides, Vanacek hasn't really been you know a world beater by any means. He's been decent, but he you know he's not uh, he's not an above average goaltender right now. Um, if anything, he's been below average recently. But um, yeah, New Jersey has really really dropped off. And you know I, I mentioned on Twitter the other day that there's there's not a whole lot separating the Devils and the teams that are chasing them. Um, obviously the win over the Panthers helped them kind of, you know, stay, stay where they're at a little bit. Um, but they've got a tough schedule coming up, you know, after, uh, I think 11 of their next 16 games or 10 of their next 16 games are against some pretty good teams. Um, they got the Bruins twice, the Hurricanes twice, the Penguins twice, um, and, and some other good teams as well. Uh, they, they could find themselves like barely hanging on or fighting for a playoff spot. Uh, come the end of January because they've been playing pretty average over the last month or so. I mean, they're still a good hockey team. Uh, I think a lot of the market's rating on them, though, is based on what they did in October and, you know, the early parts of November. But, you know, since the latter part of November, November 20th or so, um, you know, they're they're a pretty average team and they've only scored about 50% of the goals. The Bruins are still chugging along, scoring 60% of the goals. Um, obviously, they've been mostly dominant on home ice uh, and they're on the road today, but they've still won more than 66% of the games on the road. Uh, I, I think Boston should be priced at around minus 130 now that, that Blackwood is confirmed. Olmark has had four days off. Uh, he's been virtually unstoppable this year. Uh, I like I like Boston here. I, I, you know, even at minus one twenty, I think it's it, they're worth taking a look here uh, because I think I think there's some some value up to up to that price. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can lock that in. Sorry, Alex. We can lock that in on the uh, BetStamp account as well. And if you want to, uh, if you want to track all of these in real time, again, go over to the BetStamp app. You can find us as Edgework there. Sorry, Alex. Go no, ahead. no, yeah, good. Yeah, no, we're all in uh, in unison. I like Boston here too. I grabbed minus a dollar eleven uh, about nice. forty five minutes ago, and now that that's moved up a bit, and and it makes total sense. I mean, Boston, they've been playing well all year long. It, it, it I laugh every time I see their point totals because I have a Boston under ticket thing, and they were going to be a crappy <laughs> team this year. So it's just comical. I wish I wish I had the actual paper ticket. It's just comical. I've got them at eleven to one to win the. Atlantic division. <laughs> there you go. So <laughs> you're on the right track. I was, I was in the complete opposite of it, but with that being said, Jersey fans, they need to relax. Uh, you know, as good as this team played, like you said, in October, November, one, winning 13 in a row, 18 of 20, and now they're going on a losing skid. We're just seeing natural regression. It doesn't mean that this team's horrible. They don't have to start chanting fire Lindy again, which apparently they were doing a couple of games ago. You know, you have to understand, and this is an old adage that I remember hearing, uh, people in baseball say, but you know, an 82 game season, you're gonna win 20, you're gonna lose 20. It's what you do with the other 42 games that matter, and so that's the thing yeah. now with the Devils. This stretch that they have uh, against these tough teams, and a lot of them being on the road, this is what's gonna prove their worth and see if they're really a contender of the Eastern Conference. I think they play a tight game here tonight, but I think Boston's just the better squad overall, and I got them at a good, a good place. And I, th- I think it's interesting before we move on here, I think it's interesting just to kind of, um, just you know how betters had to really quickly adjust to the way the Devils were playing early in the season, and like you know the Devils went from being a non-playoff team based on their uh, 
regular season points total and their you know playoff odds uh, preseason to being one of the best teams in the NHL really quickly, like within the span of two to three weeks. Um, and now I wonder, you know, on the on the flip side of that, are, you know, should people be adjusting a lot, you know, a lot based on their recent play? And that's something I think a lot of people have to consider. You've got to wonder how much. You know, if you're if you're waiting the the early season success too much now that they have been pretty average over the last 15 games or so. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see where the Devils go in January. Yeah. All right, so we locked that one in the Bruins money line. If you can shop around, you can find it around like minus 114 is best price right now for some of the books in Canada. But you can mostly find it about minus 115 through to. I'm minus on a heater. I, I've so. won two bets in a row. So uh, wow. I, you probably want to get in on this one. That, that is called a winning streak. Yeah. But we just do this for fun, though. This is just for fun. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to the next game here. Winnipeg, Washington. Washington is 8-2 and two in their last 10. This team has been starting to heat up. I was reading yesterday there was rumors that uh, Backstrom potentially could be coming back sooner than expected. This Washington team was looking like they might have been out of it so far, like kind of at the beginning of this season, like this might not be their year, just focus on Ovi getting as many goals as he possibly could, but they're, they're uh, holding on to the last wild card spot right now in the East. They're only three points back of the Rangers. They're on a three-game win streak, and as I mentioned, eight and two in their last 10. This Washington team is really heating up, going up against a Winnipeg team here who's six and four in their last 10. They are coming off a back-to-back against Boston is that back-to-back going to kind of hinder them at all, uh, Andy? And then the other part of it being, like, is Washington a team that we actually have to watch out for here? Um, yeah, so a couple of things about the schedule spot for the Jets. Uh, Winnipeg, not only is it a back-to-back, it's their sixth game in, in nine days. Um, they've been on a pretty tough stretch here, um, and... David Riddick has started the last, well, prior to last night, he started the, the two games prior to that. So I think there's like a small chance that they might go back to Hellebuck today, considering that they do have three days off after this. I don't think it's totally out of the question. Um, and uh, I, I think that's something to look out for. I think it'd be dangerous to just assume that Riddick is going to start today's game. So um, that's something that I'm, I'm looking at. Uh, but as far as the Capitals go, yeah, this, this team is the real deal uh over the last month they're the best team in all situations in expected goals uh around 60 percent uh they've scored 61 percent of the goals they're outscoring teams 3.5 to 2.2 on a on a per 60 minute basis uh yeah like they're they're rocking it right now and it pisses me off to no end because i was so high on the capitals Prior to the season, I bet them to win the Metropolitan Division. I bet them to make the playoffs, which I still think they will do. Um, but the Metro, winning the Metro is going to be tough uh, considering the slow start. But it, it, there's, I guess there's a, probably they got Darcy Kemper back yesterday. Charlie Lindgren is going to play today. He's been he's emerged as a decent backup. Um, I think there's probably a small chance that Wilson could suit up today because it sounds like he's closer than Backstrom, and that's been the kind of the narrative all along that Wilson will, will return before Backstrom does. But I think both players are, are a lot closer, um, or Backstrom's a lot closer than anybody thought he was going to be at this time of the year. So uh, in the new year, I, I think we'll see both Wilson and Backstrom back for sure. And, um, you know, once, once, once this team gets going and gets healthy, I think that they'll be – arguably the best team in the the metropolitan division uh 
but the the you know the Penguins might have something to say about that. But I think I think the Caps are a, a really good defensive team. I think that's one of the reasons they've had a lot of success lately is their team defense because they they do have injuries that they've been dealing with. But um, yeah, this is a, a tough game to handicap because of all these you know moving parts like Wilson, Backstrom, and uh, and the Winnipeg's goaltending situation. Yeah, Andy, you make a great point there, too, mentioning about how we could possibly see Hellebuck again. And that's something to keep an eye on with a lot of these teams because of the break coming up. Uh, this is the one time where if you see a back-to-back spot, you cannot assume that they're just going to run to the back of goaltender. They yeah. might give a, a, their starter, especially if he played well or if there's a big drop-off, which in Winnipeg's case it is. Although Riddick has been fairly well the last couple of starts, uh, kind of screwed me over in a couple of, a couple of his last starts. <laughs> there's definitely uh, a chance that we could see Hellebuck again, and, and it's something to look out for. You definitely want to wait for goalie confirmations uh, on a slate like this. For sure, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I mean, Washington, I, I think, uh, I think they are um, a team that's been undervalued. I bet on them to beat the Senators last night. They dominated that game. It should not have gone to overtime, um, but uh, I, I think they're. I think this is a pretty tough spot here with them sitting at around minus one sixty five, uh, minus one seventy at a lot of spots here. So even if you do get, um, you know, the news that Riddick is going to start, it's kind of already priced in. Fair enough. So just keep eye on that an eye on that one for goalie news and Sphinx angles here saying caps are gonna go on a run and then Andy there's just unnecessary praise here really saying Andy nailed it. Caps way better on D than people give him. <laughs> Thanks, <for>. Sphinx. <laughs> don't need to tell Andy that. Come on. Now only yeah. if they could just go on and run to win the Metropolitan Division. I would be <laughs> really happy. That'd be cool. <laughs> uh actually I'll ask you guys this before uh before we move on. How much do you guys think that it plays a factor into an award like Jack Adams, how outspoken the players are on a team about how much they like the coach. Uh, like Rick Bonus comes in there, and I feel like some of it is just like a little bit of a slight towards uh, Paul Maurice for him leaving. A lot of it is mostly being Mark Shifley speaking out about how much he loves Rick Bonus, but like this team is doing way better than kind of even expectations were at the beginning of the season just in in general and they've obviously improved significantly from last year a lot of that has to do with the fact that Connor Hellebuck's kind of turned things around but Rick Bonus comes in and all of a sudden he's getting all the love and a lot of it is public from the players on the team how much of the actual players themselves does it factor in there um you know do you want to take this out Alex sorry I didn't mean to jump in but no 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 you go go ahead uh, I, I think, you know, like most awards, they're narrative driven. I mean, obviously, there is some statistical and, you know, like uh, backing to like the, a player or a coach is not going to win an award unless they had a good season uh, in, in those areas as well. But yeah. I think, you know, with 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 somebody like bonus, it's going to go a long way. Just the fact that he already has such good relationships with not only everybody around the league, like everybody likes Rick bonus. He is he's been around the league for 20 plus years or more or 30 years, right. As a, as a coach and an assistant coach. Um, I know like when I worked uh, at Sportsnet last year, I, I talked to, to not only Kevin Bieksa, who was, uh, you know, a former player of, of bonuses, but uh, Elliot Friedman and Jeff Merrick. And those guys talk to him all the time. Like they're, they're, they're friendly with him. And I think that goes a long way, right? Like, I think like, they're, you know, like you're going to root for him naturally. So um, people that like Friedman, and I'm not saying that he's biased in any way, but it's going to make it a lot easier for a guy to, to, to give a guy your vote when he's your friend, you like him, and he's 
been one of the best coaching stories this season. So I think I think Bonus is definitely like kind of the front runner right now, considering that the Jets were a fringe playoff team heading into the season. Um, but you know, as I, I wrote about in the the NHL, uh, you know, preseason preview, uh, they've made the playoffs. Last year was the first year that they didn't make the playoffs um, since Connor Hellebuck's sophomore season. So it's not really a surprise that they're they're back in it, but it is a bit of a surprise that they've gone on uh, the run that they have. Yeah, and to just kind of you know further extend what Andy's saying, basically, you know, when you look at what kind of took place at the, the beginning of the year, it seemed like it was going to be a, this massive shakeup, almost in the vein of a rebuild, not necessarily uh, as far as a roster dismantling, but you know, bringing in bonus, you know, stripping Wheeler of the captain to uh, see, you know, it just seemed like they might have been off kilter, and the fact that they've kind of kept the course uh, and are at the top of, of you know near the top of the central right now. Heading into the Christmas break, that that says a lot. I think bonus definitely. Uh, yeah, and if you can if top. you could bet them to beat the Blackhawks, that's a great bet anytime. <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> so, um, uh, but no, the the Jets though, like I mean, you look. I think I think it, going into the season, they had sort of like a two year plan. They signed bonus for two years. Uh, Shifley, Dubois, Wheeler, these all all these guys have two years left on their deals. So I think they're really you know trying to see what what they have here uh, in the core group. And and they brought in a guy like Bonus, who is uh, kind of a known motivator. I don't think he's ne- necessarily like the most tactical coach out there or like um, the, the best X's and O's coach, that's for sure. And he definitely drives people crazy with his player usage sometimes, you know, sh- like burying guys on the, the bottom lines and stuff like that. But he he's well liked around the league and, and that's going to go a long way. And, and if the jets continue to, to, to win and if they win the central division, then I think he's almost a, a lock, you know, to, to be, uh, to be one of the top candidates for that, that award. And, uh, Andy, if you're looking to re up on your capitals, capitals, uh, future here, Jordan <laughs> Mosel is saying 50 to one to win Metro right now. So there you go. <laughs> I think I got to put like a nickel on them at like plus, I don't know. I think maybe like seven fifty or eight to one or something like that. Um, I haven't updated my my like simulation recently. I'm gonna hopefully do that over the holidays here, but I'm not sure about fifty to one. I would imagine it's probably plus EV, but um, hard to say. I'd be guessing. All right, moving on to another game here. Philly, Carolina. Uh, the Flyers coming on a back-to-back here. They just played the Leafs yesterday. They did play an afternoon game yesterday, so it's not as bad, but uh, nonetheless, a back-to-back. They lose to the Leafs yesterday 4-3, to three, even with a little bit of an inspired comeback late in the game to make a push of it. They're sixth last in the NHL, minus 28 goal differential. Like This Flyers team is just has not been good. I talked about yesterday on the show how it's been a kind of funny to watch the narrative in the media because the owner doesn't want to tank the gm doesn't know whether he is or isn't tanking and the coach openly thinks that he is tanking so it's just a gong show from top to bottom there as well uh they're going up against a carolina team here who is just absolutely rolling along like this team is first in the metro 901 in their last 10 uh, but like they've just been heating up they've getting incredible goal tending out of kachetkov we we've talked about it on this show before about the fact that like these guys are rolling with three goalies right now part of it is because kachetkov is so good like you're not going to just send them away and then they also have injury issues with the other guys uh but like this game right now, Alex price at like minus three twenty for Carolina, plus three hundred for Philadelphia. It's another huge, huge 
difference between the between the odds here between in this game is this priced about where you think it should be yes but i would really beware of looking at any kind of huge favorites especially on this kind of a of a, a spot here heading into a break like this we've seen this time and time again in previous thanksgivings previous christmases where some big dogs cash or keep a game close uh, and the thing that stuck out with me here was the draw, looking at it as high as plus 430. I already cashed a plus 400 draw with uh, Avalanche and, and Canadians the other day. This seems to be kind of that same spot. We know Carolina is a way better team right now, but maybe the, you know they, they're off a little bit, kind of looking ahead to you know the days off, and Philly comes in, plays tight, which they have been playing some close games of late, just taking a look at this you know, last three games, 4-3 loss against Toronto, 5-3 win against Columbus. That 6-3 win against Philly, that's a bit misleading. There were two empty net goals late in that contest. And two of the last three meetings between these two teams have gone into OT. Carolina just got off of a 4-3 a OT win uh, in a big division game against Pittsburgh. I could definitely see this one being a close one. I would take a shot here with the draw. Anywhere plus seeing plus 430 at Caesars and as high as plus 453 at Pinnacle. So I'm not um... – I'm not updated on the starting goaltenders for any games right now. I don't know what news has come out in the last little while. Um, but back to what uh, Zach said, like if the Flyers or if John Tortorella believes that the Flyers are tanking, does he sit Carter Hart today and start Samuel Erson uh, um, out of the, the AHL who they called up recently? Make He would make his NHL debut today if that's the case. Um, don't know a whole lot about this goaltender, but definitely something to watch there. I, I but yeah, I, I think the the game line is is mostly mostly right here. Um, I, I do agree with what Alex said, though. You know, you never know what a team's mindset is heading into these these types of games, and the fact that Carolina is coming off a big a big win over the Penguins, and they've been on a bit of a roll. You know, maybe they take their foot off the gas, but. Um, the Flyers over the last month, they rank as, you know, one of the, the, the worst teams in the league, bottom 10 teams in the league as far as allowing shot attempts. Um, and Martin Natchez of the, the Hurricanes is a player that generates a ton of shots, ton of scoring chances, um, really leading the way for this team in a lot of ways. And uh, we don't know if Sebastian Ajo is going to be uh, in the lineup for this game. He wasn't ready to return yesterday. Um, so I, I tend to lean towards no, like maybe he, he won't be in the lineup, um, today. And I, uh, you know, I think regardless, uh, Natchez is a guy that is going to generate shots and he has generated at least four shots in almost 50% of his games this season. And you can bet, um, over three and a half shots on goal at, at plus 140, I think is the best price available. And it's available at several, uh, sports books. So I think that's worth taking a look in this game for sure. Yeah, that plus 140 is the most widely available number. But again, if you line shop, there's a plus 141 hanging around out Ooh, there. Get but... that one cent. <laughs> yeah. um, every cent counts, guys. Uh, <laughs> it is the the sixth game in nine nights for the Hurricanes as well, uh, too. So something to, something to take into account. All right. Are there any other best bets in, in uh, any of those games that we've covered already? Or I think we're nope. good to nope. move on. All right. Florida, New York uh, with the Islanders here. The Islanders have kind of dropped back. They, there was a period of time there where they were doing pretty
pretty well, kind of hanging on. But a lot of that had to do with the fact that they were getting some incredible goaltending. And at some point, if you're just not able to produce offense as much, it's going to catch up to you. And it's kind of what's going on here now. This Islanders team is two points out of a wild card spot uh, on a two-game losing streak. But in this matchup here tonight against the Florida Panthers, like this Florida team is not being great either. They're six points out of a wild card spot. They're 12th in the East, tied with Buffalo with points, four and six in their last 10. Like it's kind of a panic situation there in Florida, trying to figure out what the hell is going on when you're paying your goaltender 10 and a half million. You made this huge trade for what you deem to be your superstar player and Matthew Kachuk handed him a huge contract. Things just haven't gone the way they had hoped in Florida there. And then with prospects and stuff and and, tra- and uh, picks being traded away, it's a little bit of a gloomy situation in Florida. And you kind of, what do you make of this Florida team so far this season? Is there any way that they can turn this around at all? Or is it a, is it a lost season? Uh, no, it's definitely not a lost season. I mean, they're a super, they're still capable of being a very dangerous team and they still have a very uh, potent offense, not as potent as last year. Um, that's for sure. But like, obviously the, the goaltending and defense is, is, uh, an issue and the team is just super mediocre right now over the last month they have uh they've scored less than 50 percent of the goals their expected goals for percentage in all situations is right roughly around 50 percent as is their shot attempt percentage their unblocked shot attempt percentage um it's just they're just not a, a they're not playing well right now and it doesn't help that uh sasha barkov is is going to be out for this game um and yeah the team has you know missed kind of had a revolving door with some uh, players cycling in and out of the lineup with injuries and illness, but um, they've really dropped off. Like this was an elite dominant team last season. Um, they, they ran teams over and, and they really didn't stop for the entire 82 game season last year. Uh, and here we've got a, a 15 game stretch where they're just really just kind of treading water uh, and, and not outplaying, uh, teams on, on a regular basis. Uh, so I, I think, you know, you look at this game and Florida, they, 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 they should win. Uh, but the Islanders are a, a top 10 team on defense, at least uh, in goals against. And obviously a big part of that is uh, Ilias Rokin, who played yesterday. Um, but S- Simeon Varlamov's been, been pretty good too. And he's been, um, he's a better goaltender than Sergei Bobrovsky is right now. And, and I think, I think, uh, I'm not sure where this line is gone. I should be just looking at the stream because you probably pulled up the 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 bet stamp profile, didn't you? Yeah. Okay. So at plus one twenty one at Pinnacle, I'd start to look at the Islanders. It's not quite enough uh, for me to justify a bet on them, but um, if it gets it up any higher than that, I th- I think I would fire. Uh, I I think the the Panthers should be priced around minus minus one fifteen. Yeah, this is a uh, the thing about the about the Florida Panthers is you know you said looking back how they've struggled so far and now looking ahead this is would be the first of eleven road games in the next sixteen I think this is the last call I'm looking right now at plus one ten for no uh, on Florida to miss on the playoffs I think that might be the bet to take right now if you think Florida is going to struggle which I do I think they're going to continue their struggles uh, moving forward and I think this will be kind of the stretch that maybe puts them on the outside. Uh, looking inward. I don't know about this particular game because the Islanders have been a team that I've just really struggled to get a feel with for this year, but Florida has just been really bad, and I don't know if they're going to be able to turn things around enough, especially having that many road games uh, moving forward. So 
like I said, this game's a bit tricky, but if, if you believe that they're going to continue to struggle out, out of this break and into the new year, now's the time to grab that plus 110 on uh, Florida to miss the playoffs. Yeah, and Badman said, if there is a God, we won't see the Islanders in the playoffs. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I would take the Islanders. Uh, I think I would take the Islanders over the Devils, uh, even though I bet both teams to miss the playoffs. <laughs> I, 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 I just, the Devils pissed me off so much by going on that run that I did not capitalize on whatsoever earlier in the season and actually probably lost a lot of money on uh, if I if I went back and looked at things. Um, so I'd like to see that, you know, I've got nothing against the Devils. I think they're a fun team and nothing nothing against the organization, but just, just out of spite, I'd like to see them totally fall apart and miss the playoffs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Is there any uh, best bets in the Montreal-Dallas game here? Is there anything that you guys are looking at between no, those no, two teams? My best bet is that that game will suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. We can skip that one, move on. Uh, and another game here that's kind of a little bit interesting to me, just based on how the one team has been performing of late, even despite some of the injuries Colorado, Nashville. Colorado's first in a wild card spot right now, uh, tied with Edmonton for points, but um, they're. 5-4-1 in their last 10. They're on a three-game win streak, and they're missing McKinnon. They're missing some of their bigger guys in the lineup, and yet they're start. They're kind of rolling along here a little bit. Like They're looking a little bit more like uh, Colorado that I was like, expecting, and then once you add some of those guys back in, you can only imagine that they're going to continue to go up from there, going up against a Nashville team that... I feel like they are not where they thought they would be. I don't necessarily know that many other people had them significantly higher. Uh, they're six points out of a playoff spot right now, and on the season, a minus 15 goal differential. Um, is there anything, Alex, between Colorado and Nashville in this in this game here tonight that you're looking at? Nothing I'm betting. Personally, if I had to take something, it would be with Colorado. Looking at Nashville, I watched that full Nashville game against Chicago the other night. They won 4-2, to two, but it was... It's a bit sloppy. They were just kind of making some mistakes in their own end. Of course, the Hawks, as bad as they are, uh, they, it didn't matter. It didn't affect them too much. Those are mistakes you can't afford to make against a team like Colorado. Even with all the injuries that they've had, this is still a, a deep and talented bunch, and they've been clawing together some wins. We've seen back-to-back uh, wins out of regulation. They had the one nothing shutout win against uh, the Islanders, 2-1 win against Montreal, that went in overtime. So maybe look for a close battle, but I won't be betting anything this one thing I don't really have a feel for this game, but one interesting stat uh, that I've, I've kind of something that popped out to me on Twitter the other day that I was kind of flying under the radar is just how good Roman Yossi and uh, Ryan McDonough have been. They've played 141 minutes at five on five, uh, and they've outscored the opposition eight to zero. So they have wow. not allowed a goal yet this season at five on five when, when on the ice together. That's uh pretty, pretty incredible. That is. Yeah, that is pretty insane. Um, all right. And, and another game, I'm imagining we were good to skip over this one. Columbus, Chicago, anything uh, fascinating in this game? Alex Hawks, could probably Hawks spend the whole win. show talking about this game. <laughs> this, this, I actually did bet the Hawks this morning at minus one hundred five. It's only the Sicko. second time. It's only second, it's only <laughs> second time this year I bet them, and uh, they have historically played well against Columbus. I mean, these are two terrible teams. Will this game be fun to watch? Probably not. But I think the Hawks, like I said, this you know you don't want to go into a break on a super long losing streak, uh, and one of these teams somebody's got to get the win here. I think the Hawks put together enough of an effort at home. 
to take care of the business. I laid a dollar five with it. Uh, I wouldn't lay anything more than that. So it's going to be a boring game, but I think the Hawks find a way to win it. So, you know what? Jordan says, Hawks, Blue Jackets, barn burner, let's go. I want to clarify, like, what is a barn burner? Like, I think I know what a barn burner is. So, is a barn burner just like, but we, I think we need to like officially like set a definition here. Is a barn burner uh, a high scoring game or is it a blowout? Is it, I think it's just a high scoring game that's back and forth. That's a barn burner. That's what right? I thought. Yeah, that's what I always thought. Okay. Yeah. I think there's some, I think there's some yeah. like, you know, mixed, <laughs> mixed opinions out there on what a barn burner is. And I think that's weird because I have always thought that it was just a, a high scoring game back and forth. Uh, you know, that's that burns the barn down. <laughs> Someone might watch this game and feel like they want to burn a barn after, after yeah, it's over. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's me, the different definition there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Barn burner to me has always been high scoring going back and forth. Yeah. yeah. And he's saying very exciting slash intense. So. Very exciting, yeah. intense. My well, sex I mean... life is a barn burner. <laughs> <laughs> Between these two teams, you could end up with a situation where. Maybe it's some sloppy hockey and it's going yeah. back and forth real Bad quick. Bad man. I don't know what that means, but I'll take the compliment. <laughs> Andy, Andy looks like a barn burner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, Andy, what are you making about this uh, battle out west here? Vancouver, Edmonton. Van like Vancouver is just a disaster between on-ice situations, off-ice situations. I've, I've, burned, a... <laughs> I've burned some stuff in some burns before. I don't know if that counts, but uh, <laughs> I burned something in my garage right after this show, that's for sure. Right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, this this game, I mean, you look at the, like, kind of like the, the dichotomy between these two teams or whatever, you got the best power play in the NHL easily, uh, the Edmonton Oilers. It's really the only reason that this team is – uh, in a playoff spot right now because they're they're not a very good five-on-five -five team. I mean, Christ, McDavid's, I don't know what the updated numbers are, but heading into the last game, I, I guess heading into their win over the Stars, uh, the Oilers had been outscored 26-25 to 25, uh, when McDavid was on the ice uh, this season at five-on-five, -five, which I, I think is... Um, you know, pretty telling about where this team is at. They're just not a, a deep hockey team. And, and even McDavid is having a hard time kind of dragging them to victories. But uh, they should win today. I mean, Colin Dillia should, and I know Alex can probably knows more about Colin Dillia than I do um, because he spent some time in Chicago there. But uh, I, th they could go back to Spencer Martin, I guess. But uh, I'm, I'm expecting Dillia to start. And... Uh, I, I, I like one player prop in this game, and it's Ryan Nugent Hopkins to score a power play point. I think you could look at him to score a goal as well. I'm not sure what the... Actually, can you take a look at what the best price available is on any time goal scorer? I looked quickly and saw plus 165. There's plus 190, oh, plus 190. Plus 190, yeah. Plus 190, I think, is worth a look. I mean, he's on the power play with McDavid. Uh, he's got eight goals in his last 11 games, dating back to November 30th. Um everything's going going right for rnh right now and uh and you know he plays he plays important minutes he plays with good players and uh he's gonna have a chance to to, to not only score a goal but uh score a power play point as well so i think you could lock both of those bets in uh anytime goal score plus 190 and and to score a power play point that at minus 120 i guess is widely available um so yeah all right, yeah, I would, I would look. I would look all Edmonton uh, point uh, pro, player props if it is Delian. That Colin Delia is not that good. No, <laughs> and Spencer Martin isn't either, right? So uh, the 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 Canucks have the worst penalty kill in the the NHL, and uh, um, 
they're you know tired. It's not a good spot for them. So obviously, they, they, you, you got to worry about if you're you're betting on a side here. You've got to worry about Jack Campbell starting. Uh, I don't know if he's going to start or not, but um, Skinner's been starting a lot of games lately, and this is an easy, you know, should be an easy win. But we'll see. All right, uh, two more games here on the schedule for tonight, as there were two games that were postponed. Uh, let's look at Arizona, LA. Alex, is there anything in this uh, in this game for you? Is this an, is this a barn burner? This could actually be a barn burner. Is, you know, I mean, these you know, the California teams don't like each other, and uh, usually they're pretty high scoring affairs. I'd probably look at the over. Anyway. All right, fair enough. Andy, <laughs> anything in this game for you? Uh, no, I don't. I don't have anything here. I kind of glossed over this game to be honest. I was a bit rushed this morning, um, and uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't look too much at this game. I think I. I can't even. I don't even remember what price my model spit out for this one. You know, there's there's some matchups here where you just see like a an over six at a dollar twenty, and you you could just see they might roll the puck out, and it might be nine or ten goals pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the thing about this this you know pre break uh, slate when you ever you have these big games, we tend to see a lot of them go. And even though we've been seeing unders being the trend the last two and a half weeks, Arizona didn't play last night, did they? No, they played in Vegas two no. days ago, right? Yeah, two days ago. Yeah. So yeah. They had a little bit so rest. man, speaking of the like, if we're gonna talk about something about this game though, it's Carol Vishmelka. He's been unreal this season. I mean, last season he showed glimpses of it where like. Once every 10 games or eight games, he would just play out of his mind. It was usually against the Maple Leafs or somebody like that. But, um, yeah. you know, he, he would make have this incredible performance. And it's like, man, maybe there's something here with this guy. But this season, he's been he's been incredible. He's, he's been one of the best goaltenders in, in hockey this season. Is there, like, it, would a guy like that ever be able to win any type of uh, Vesna at all? No, like, or is no, it just not, I mean, because the team's so bad. You'd have to break. I think. I think even to win the Vesna as a non-playoff goaltender, you've got you. You would have to like, you would have to set records that will would like never be broken. Yeah. I don't. I like. I mean. I. I think it not making the playoffs kind of disqualifies you from winning best goaltender of the year because wins wins are still counted as a yeah as a as a goaltending stat, right? And I think people still look at that as a, a you know a sign of success. Fair enough. Yep. All right, uh, there's two more games here. So St. Louis, Vegas. Anything in this one from Alex or Andy? Well, I think it's tough because the the last update on Jack Eichel was just that he wasn't going to play uh, the last game. He didn't skate. He didn't go to the optional skate yesterday. So I guess that means there's a ch there's you know better chance that he doesn't play again today. We probably don't see him till after the holidays. Um, but then there's Jordan Kyrie on the the St. Louis side. I don't know what the latest is on him, um, but he's their top scorer and and he's out. Uh, I think I think if everything went Vegas's way with with Eichel coming back and and Kyrie being out, uh, I think that Vegas should be priced you know higher than they are now, uh, higher than minus one sixty. But if if Kairou is in and Eichel is out, then I, I think the line is actually closer to, or the fair line should be closer to where the Blues are at around plus 145. All right. Um, St. Louis is just so streaky, man. They're, they're like, yeah. they, they lose eight in a row. They win seven of eight. They lose eight in a row. They win seven of eight. It's just that's the kind of season they're having right now. And I, I still think there's like a, a there, there's the, the, there's there's parts of a good t hockey team in here, but it's it's 
they they haven't played well this season. All right, and then final game of the night, um, Calgary Anaheim. Uh, Calgary rolling into Anaheim in this one. Cal- this Calgary team still sitting outside of a playoff spot currently in the West. Uh, Anaheim started to get some wins recently. Grabbed a couple after their uh, <laughs> after their blowout against the Leafs, but uh, thankfully for them, they started grabbing a few in regulation there. So let's start to turn turn some things around, at least in terms of not having the most depressing season of all time. Uh, but it, you're looking at this one, Calgary right now, minus 213, Anaheim plus one, 193. Uh, best, pr- like, best price available for Calgary, minus 213, probably most widely available is 217s around there, 215s. There's some of those hanging around. Is there any way you'd play on a game like this from going into uh, holidays here with Calgary in Anaheim? Yeah, I just went with the first period over. I've been riding that with Calgary. They're nine and two in their last eleven. Uh, Anaheim six and four in their last ten. These are two of the three best teams uh, as far as first period over is concerned. Van- Vancouver's at the top, uh, but Anaheim and Calgary right behind it. So I think this will be high scoring affair early and probably often. So I'd probably look at the full game over as well. Yeah, I, I mean, as far as the side goes, like I just at this point, I mean, just like kind of taking. Everything else out of it, just going on gut feel, I really don't know how you can lay these types of prices on the Flames, given you know how the season has gone, how they're playing, their lack of offense, uh, their you know goaltending issues. Um, they're just a, a really shaky team right now, and um, a team that I'm I'm very wary about betting on as a as a big favorite. I'd rather you know, just kind of arbitrarily, I'd rather sit back and, and pick my spots with this team, wait for a chance where they're on the road, maybe a short underdog or a short favorite and, uh, you know, and, and or at home as a short favorite or on the road as an underdog. Um, and, you know, look for those, look for those and bet those spots accordingly, because I think just assuming, you know, Calgary's a good team, they're going to beat Anaheim, et cetera, et cetera, is, uh, it hasn't worked out too well uh, using that logic this year with the Flames. Uh, all right. I think that is it for all the, all the games today, all the best bets on this show. So thank you to everyone who tuned in here. Uh, you can find us on YouTube at Edgework. You can find all the picks that are made on this show on the BetStamp app as Edgework in the find better section. You can find Alex on Twitter at AX Smith sports, and you can find all of his content on the ice guys and you can find andy on twitter at digital gambler and you can find his daily nhl hockey picks on vsin with the vsin pro subscription so make sure to check those out hey zach, but, zach did you uh did you break up with your girlfriend yet you said you were gonna break her up with her so that you didn't have to buy her a christmas present <laughs> no I, I got her uh i got her a pro subscription to uh oh to nice nice <laughs> yeah, yeah that's gonna yeah. get you laid yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I figure that's a good guess. That's a good guess. I'm mad at I got a nephew. He's in grade 12 right now. He just got a girlfriend. I'm like, what are you doing, man? Like, wait, February 15th. That's when you start looking for girlfriends in high school. Like the holidays, the holidays are just for sad, lonely chicks. Right. And then like, and then that's, that's your game plan. And then after February 15th, that's when you start looking for that, that, you know, regular, regular piece. Right. But right. yeah, <laughs> before that it's, it's, you know, you're just, you're just, you're just wasting money, man. High school kids you can't be wasting money. That's so true. Exactly. Yeah, Sphinx. Like these, these, all the boys know. It's the. It's, you can't. You can't. Like it's. I don't know. 
I got I got broke up with a girl broke up with me like like right before like two weeks before Christmas. I I, I was she's like oh, I'll still give your gift. I was like no, it's cool. I'm returning yours. Like I'm not <laughs> like I I'm a broke high school kid. Like I could buy cigarettes and weed with that, right? Like that right. was my 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 mindset. So I mean yeah. Mine, mine is EV for sure. Getting a girlfriend before February fifteenth, and you're yeah. in uh, when you're in high school, like Zach is. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, why are you even on a gambling show, man? That's crazy. <laughs> this is gonna be illegal. You gotta talk to Rob about this. <laughs> That's where Rob is. Actually, they they found out he's, he's dealing with illegal right now. <laughs> Rob, Rob's wife had to go do some last minute Christmas shopping, so he he was like, "Screw edge work. I'm gonna." stay in bed and you know do do things all day to myself something about tortellini is involved somehow there's a turtle in there i don't know what he's doing but Rob is just punching air right now, watching this on his yeah. broken ass data. Is like just hearing. Nah, he got his head full. He's currently he's currently lubing up totally in his head. Rob, <laughs> Jordan seeing Rob having his own bar. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. He all hitting the eggnog early. Yeah, all hitting the eggnog early. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I got I got eggnog <laughs> saltwater taffy. That's that's what I'm on right now. That's <laughs> my sent some of those out from from Cape Breton, bye. Do you guys like eggnog? I got no. One time I, I got, got eggnog protein powder when I was in high school. Was like, what a mistake! Why would I know? You do I'm that? Like, I don't know, man. Some guy, the guy in the store was like, "Here, he gave me a sample in the weight, like in the whatever it was, like uh, <laughs> supplement king or whatever, right?" And gave, gave me the the taste of it. I'm like, "Oh, this is not bad." I don't know. I think he gave me something else because I got home. I never had any of that eggnog protein powder. <laughs> That's why my muscles are as uh, as big as they are. That's so bad. Why would you go in with the egg? No, but speaking of that, though, speaking of protein powder, the flavorless, tasteless, like whatever, no, 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 no flavor. That's the that's the best. It's, it's it no flavor protein. Yeah, it's powder. hard to get. They don't have it. Like a lot of the time, you have to like ask for it, or they have to like order it in because people don't. But like, you just put it in anything, and it and you don't taste it. Why would you get shitty flavors when you could just get no flavor? So. That's no, I, I found a company that has uh, s'mores flavor, and uh, it is it's like dessert. It's the really? best thing ever. Oh yeah, it it tastes like marshmallows. Huh. It's it's actually very good. And you know how like cookies and cream is sometimes. I don't even know. We're, what are we even talking about at this point? But, I don't know. <laughs> uh, we're, you know how like sometimes you know the cookies and cream how it's like kind of maybe a little too sweet sometimes and it's just not not great. Yeah, I'm not a cookies this and was, cream guy. Yeah, no, I can't do it. But this was like I was worried about it. I gave it a sample and I'm like, it's actually pretty good. I'd actually recommend. I can it see that it's really, really yeah, it's taking, paying uh, off, making yeah. an impact. <laughs> it's making me look like a grade twelve kid, not not grade eleven anymore. So. <laughs> If there was one person that would love no flavor, it would be Andy. It's because I burned the joints that burned all my taste buds off. Anyway, so. <laughs> all, right. all right. Well, uh, I think that about does it for today's show of Edgework. If you tobacco listen... flavored protein powder, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be awesome. 
There you go. Um, I work out and smoke a pack a day, Pollyano. <laughs> getting it, getting it both done. <laughs> I work out. I work out while I'm smoking a pack. How about that? <laughs> After this show, there may no more, but there may be no more edge work uh, going right. forward. Like this, this may be the last one. So if that's the case, uh, everyone enjoy your holidays. Thank you so much for tuning in to Edge Work. And if you missed it or you only joined halfway, you can find this show back uh, on Twitter, uh, the, uh, the full show there on Edge Work. You can find it also on YouTube as Edge Work. You can also download the podcast version on all podcasting platforms probably about uh an hour after the show the chat has to be lit like this lit all the time like this is a good day for the chat everybody's active talking you know that's why we're going 20 minutes over time here right so yeah Yeah, we need the chat's involvement (laughs) so make sure if you do want to get involved uh and you want to do that going forward make sure to subscribe to our youtube channel you get notified every time we go live and then you can come engage with us on the youtube channel there that's the only way we'll see it we unfortunately don't see it on twitter but Andy, Alex, it's been a fun one today. Uh, good Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and uh, I will see you guys next week. Right, cheers, y'all.